and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate. This is episode 14. I am your DM, Ken, and joining me is Amy. Hi, I'm Amy, and I'll be playing Vivian Lee, the half-orc fighter. And Rob. Hey, I'm Rob. I'm playing Hamish Thorleifsson, the dwarven sorcerer. CJ. Hello, I'm CJ, and I play Jacoba, the piece of shit. And last but not least, Ian. He's not wrong. Uh, I am... (laughs) God damn. Uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm Ian. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm playing... No, I can't even get through it yet. Hold on. (laughs) Cheap breaths. (laughs) Uh, I'm Ian, I'm playing Liam Melsier, the half-elf bard. Okay. (laughs) Last time was a very interesting session. Um, All at once, a lot happened, and nothing happened at the same time. It was very weird. Um, You all decided to try and start... Like, you basically had no jobs given to you by Umbrin or any clients. So you and had a bunch of loose ends, lots of stuff that you could follow up on. And you decided to go follow up on meeting Lindquist Jr. His name was... uh, Um, Edgar? Edgar, yes. I'm like, I had it right down right here. (laughs) Edgar Lindquist. Uh, turns out he's a big businessman in, in Fairbay, and you, while you guys were all discussing, uh, some of you remembered, like, oh yeah, he runs like that, he owns that big textile company in town. And uh, so you decided to go to his manor, you met his his uh, butler, Archibald, who very tersely gave uh, Liam a huge pile of forms to apply for an appointment. But in the moment, Liam decided to come up with a character named, and I'm going to try and get this right, Abdul Abdullah Muhammad Ibn Musa Al Karazibi. I don't know how to pronounce that last one. Uh, that actually wasn't bad. Would you like me to say it for you? Sure. It is Abu Abdullah Muhammad Ibn Musa Al Karazibi. Karazibi. Okay. Uh, who this character that Liam came up with is a merchant from Kodai, uh, and he just runs uh, a business. He wanted to go talk to. Lindquist about a very lucrative like trade deal of some kind, but um, Archibald wasn't having it. He's like, you need to go through the proper channels. I I just have to take your word on it that you have, quote, bags of gold, which you said. Or no, Hamish said. <laughs> oh, the shame he's just leaving all these bags of gold laying around. He's like, right. Bags of gold. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, Liam decided to go to the local Lindquist Textiles branch and scope it out for a robbery. The place was fairly secure and was like a fairly typical like retail experience. Liam looked at some nice cloth while scoping out the place, took a ream of cloth and put it back on the wrong shelf. This uh, made Amy very upset. <laughs> Liam I don't want to talk about it. Because <laughs> Liam was being casually rude and disrespectful to the staff. <laughs> uh, that night, Liam decided to actually attempt the robbery. Um, first big hurdle was that all of the windows had bars over them, and then there was a hobo sleeping on the stoop right against the front door. And um, so Liam just like woke him up and managed to talk him to get away, basically. Managed to pick the lock, get in, take get some nice cloth, Leave again, locking the door behind him, you know, leaving without a trace. 
And he stayed up way late into the night trying to make himself a fancy coat for this this character. And uh, was having a real hard time of it. Did not roll well on his sewing kit. <laughs> um, Cause, but, yeah. Because you have to roll, and you rolled poorly. And so that coat's going to be uneven and kind of not good. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But at, like, I want to say, like, one or two in the morning, Zill came home from wherever the hell he was. And at first, Liam was really focused, but then he went, wait a minute, it's really late. Why the hell is Zill getting home now? And they had a talk about how Zill's been up really late doing some uh, some sketchy missions to try to figure out who killed their family and see if anyone possibly survived and also swearing vengeance. And Liam was in all in for that. He's like, uh, let's... Let's leave Jamie out of it, but yes. Vengeance sounds great. I'm in. <laughs> and that was some fun family drama for Liam. Meanwhile, back at HQ, while they were doing the whole, like, try and get an appointment thing, Jacoba was trying to rest up at Nurse's Migraine, but he heard a commotion in the lobby, and when he went to go check on it, he recognized the voice of an annoyed Susiana, declaring that she was going to stay in the office until Jacoba came back. She decided to just barge her way in. Jacoba, who was, like, basically peeking through the the keyhole at the time, hastily cast the sky's self on himself to try and, like, I don't know, pass himself off as literally anyone else. But uh, <laughs> Susiana succeeded on her investigation check, saw through the, the illusion spell, and went and told him off. Like, how dare you? Yep and question him for why in the world he would just disappear like that and why they he never wrote and they like what the hell and he explained that uh, he had actually snitched on the fang while while he was traveling after his dad died and uh, the fang found out and they chased him out of town and he just kind of ended up running until he ended up in Fairbay and then just you know felt bad about the time being passed and he couldn't really bring himself to send letters and actually gave her a whole box full of letters that he had written in the past I don't even remember the time frame here like something like six eight months I think it's something like that I'd have to go back to the backstory and double check <laughs> but in any, case, in any case eight gave, to nine I think yeah that sounds about right but but yeah in any case he gave her like a box full of letters that he had written over the course of the last several months and you know she informed him that like like they weren't they weren't okay but you're also not getting rid of her that easy. She's not going to just wander off. So she took the box and then she went to the inn that she was staying at. And we pretty much left it off there. If I remember correctly. So it would be like morning again. Cause you had managed to convince Archibald that you could have an appointment with Edgar sometime tomorrow for like maybe five minutes. And so you wanted to seize on that. That's why you were making a coat. So it would be the next morning. You were waiting for the next day. And that's where we would pick up. Now I can move to today's session notes, which are frankly quite short because it's difficult to prep. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I... I don't know which way you're going to go. Everything that you guys are working on has already been written. So <laughs> so not a lot of new stuff coming today, I think. But so wake up in, in the morning. Um, first thing, let's have 
Jacoba roll a constitution check to see the state of his migraine? Uh, check or save. Save. Uh, hup. Crits. Damn. The migraine's hey. gone. After, a, after resting up for a day oh, yeah. and... I, I like to think that actually, as as much as he was avoiding it, confronting Susiana, like, lifted something off of his shoulders. So he actually feels pretty good today. Like, he had a good night's sleep. It, it's like, it's, it's just one of those days when you wake up and you don't need that cup of coffee. You're just, like, ready to go. That that thing that happens, like, once every five or six months tops. Like, one of those days. <laughs> and all of the voices are there, but they're like a quiet white noise at this point. Like like the fan you've got going on in your room and has been forever. So if you, if it ever went away, it would feel weird at this point. But but right. he can just ignore it. So Jacoba feels pretty good. Hell yeah. And then... Uh, it's morning? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Okay. With that concept, I would say that Jacoba actually wakes up first, like bright and early. Whereas Liam stayed up really late trying to work on his coat. And I would think at some point in the morning, Zill would actually help him like try and straighten it up a bit. It, it won't improve it significantly, but it'll at least look even at a glance. Because with the mm. role that... that Liam had. He was having some difficulty getting like all of those seams to be even and straight. Oh yeah, because it was like a fucking seven or something. Yeah, it was really low. Like it was a jacket, but it was not like it, it was just wasn't good. Because <laughs> this fucking computer cheats on me. <laughs> yeah, whenever it comes to a roll, it, oh, that's when it goes poorly. I know. Um, so the other fun thing is I don't remember what information we were trying to get from Edgar. I honestly am not sure. It was, I think it was more like to know as much as you could about his father because, yeah, because his dad was the former mayor and the only thing you have to go off of in terms of who's behind this is, you know, the rat king said Lindquist as he was dying. Mm-hmm. Did he mm-hmm. say, I'm sorry, Linquist? Yeah, he said, for, forgive, yes. me, forgive me, Linquist. Yeah, mm-hmm. as he was dying. So, like, the Rat King, like, was clearly, like, in, like, was in, in communication with Linquist, whoever he is. Hmm. All right. Because none of my notes, which is all, like, seven things, <laughs> is not helpful for <laughs> what we were trying to get. Yeah. For information. Yeah, and then there's the whole like voices thing that you don't know much about. In fact, well, sure. that Liam doesn't know anything about. Nobody knows about except yeah. for Jacoba. What is it like? Jacoba hasn't said anything. He went up nope. in the middle of the night. People don't even know about the catacombs under the graveyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob's dogs. <laughs> so yeah, like that whole thing. As far as the party is concerned, Jacoba just woke up with a migraine. And went, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Anyway, rest up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to say in five minutes, uh, I'm not really going to be able to stop and be like, hey, Edgar or Mr. Lindquist, uh, tell me about your life and what kind of person you are. Um, so I'm not sure how we want to play the five-minute meeting with him. 
Yeah. We Unless like lock we're ourselves going... in the room with him and make him answer all our questions. I feel like that's probably easier said than done. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. know for certain what kind of staff he's got going in there. You only saw the courtyard. True. Um I mean we could do like a distraction kind of situation while like we're talking with Linquist. Um, someone can be looking around for information because um, I'm assuming he's not going to see us in his office per se. Yeah, he seems pretentious enough where he'd have like, oh, this is where I meet business people. And then my actual office is elsewhere. Yeah. And also the implication from Archibald was like, this was in between a couple other appointments. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. We'll have a tiny opening in between two other things. Make it quick. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not certain what the plan is for that. Like, it sounds like you want to search the building for any, like any, any written records of any kind journal possibly of the dad to see if it was anyway I did some necromancing today <laughs> <laughs> well considering that like they were you guys were like hey Liam go get us into the building um, that seems to be more of a plan than we currently have so yeah that's where I'm at with it well, again except um, you guys Seem to be really seriously considering some sort of con to steal a statue from his courtyard. Not that it has any relevance to anything you were doing anywhere. You just kind of liked them. Scientific curiosity is what it was. <laughs> you just like the granite snake statues and the big bird statues. But the big bird statues. Oh, really um, I believe I believe V's thought process was steal statue, make it animating. Oh. If I remember correctly. oh yeah, you animate it and then you bring it to the smart circle and then you have a really cool stone snake pet. <laughs> well, yes. That's that's the thinking. <laughs> you can have the stone snake, you can't have both. I can have as many pets as I'd like, okay? <laughs> it's just gonna become Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have like a team of animated and sentient things after her, like <sighs> yeah, I, I think don't know. It's I don't know how handy Chatter would be in like any. He's cute. He's disarm. He's disarming. I, I mean, I um, as the classic line is, "Go for the eyes, Boo." Yes. Yeah, because Boo was also not useful. He was just there, take up a quick slot. That's what he did. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. Let me just double check. That said, V would like to check on Cheddar when she wakes up, see if he's okay, give him some food, see if he can talk, that kind of thing. <laughs> That's the important part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Jacoba does get up like before everyone else. I would say at least by like half an hour at minimum. And I don't know what he would do with that time before V would would get up after that you just like lay around or something well he probably notices that it sounds like somebody's taking a chainsaw to the bar next door but after a moment <laughs> you'll probably realize that's just hamish snoring <laughs> <laughs> wakes up oh god there's a rock slide wait no 
Wait, no. Just here. I forgot. Um, People still haven't gotten used to his snoring. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's a good thing I stuffed like 500 cotton balls in my ears. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Everyone in the building sleeps with cotton balls. Everybody in the building is completely deaf. At night, yeah. Someone could just walk in. <laughs> so, or walk out and go to a graveyard, you know, either or. Yeah. yeah. Who would do that? I mean, come on. No one would do that. That's silly. But what kind of idiot goes to a graveyard by himself following a uh, talking light? So, oh, no. Anyways. <laughs> feeling incredibly well rested in the morning. Is he planning on just like sitting alone with his thoughts first thing in the morning? Or is he going to want to go do something or what? I imagine he just uh, opens his eyes and then he's immediately expecting to internally scream in pain from the mics that the migraine's not there anymore anymore quote unquote yeah like if he like try if he tunes into it he can hear them just fine but it like, goes from like mind splitting headache to like what? my head kind of hurts well not even like you you crit on that like that all the pain is gone the yeah. voices are still there but they're much duller you can ignore them today it's not bad i'm just wondering what he does with the time alone before everyone else wakes up does he like cook some breakfast? Does he just relax? I think he would take a walk, actually. Just enjoy the morning. Yeah. Since he actually came. Yeah. Uh, in a couple days. Like, how far yeah, yeah. around do you think? Like, just kind of around town, vaguely. Yeah. Uh, like he just he sees a thing. He goes to look at the thing. He sees a different thing. Roll perception for me. Actually, I, there are two perception checks for two different things. <laughs> uh, perception is skills, yes. not core stats. Oh. First perception, 22. very good. Oh. Second perception for a different thing to notice outside. Damn. 20. Damn. Jacoba's wow. head is clear as day. So the first perception is, let's move over to the Fair Bay map because you're wandering around town. Yay. As you're going on a nice morning walk the it's a little after sunrise it's that it's that wonderful like early morning there's still a bit of fog there's little hints of frost because you're getting into life late fall um as you're walking around like the the business district towards the market um you your ear picks up a familiar tune fr coming from the honorable pillow played on a lute and you, you it, it takes like, no, it doesn't take much thought to realize that uh, even though it's bright and early, Susiana's playing a nice, like, morning tune at the Honorable Pillow and probably making a, a living at it because back in the day, you know, you and her made some great money playing music. Right. So she's doing her work at the Honorable Pillow. The second one says that to the southeast of Fairbay, because it's early morning just sunrise you see in the distance a column of smoke probably close to the coast maybe a mile or two down the coast 
and that's unusual. A column of smoke. City? Or? No, there's no towns down there no. that you know about. There's just a column of okay. smoke from outside of town. Some ways down the coast. Uh, I flip a coin. <laughs> See what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. Jacoba's going to see the column of smoke and just kind of shrug and head over to the honorable pillow. Okay, it was <laughs> reacting to one of these two things. <laughs> yeah. sure. Okay. So, walking into the honorable pillow, being, again, being sort of late fallish, it's something like 7.30 in the morning shortly after sunrise. Uh, you walk in, and there's a surprising number of people in there, like, eating breakfast. It's fairly crowded, but it's quiet because, you know, everyone's just woken up. And up on the little, in the corner in the stage area, you see Susiana kind of lounging back on a chair, just plucking away on her lute, playing this nice, relaxing, jaunty tune. And she's just kind of into the music. She doesn't notice you come in. Oh, God, now I gotta know if I'm gonna be. Oh, no. <laughs> What, what instrument does Jacoba play again? The liar. The liar. Okay. The liar. So I would assume that's on his person. Yes. On his person, Jacoba's probably dead. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so stop paying attention to the peanut color. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Fuck. Can I minimize that? I can minimize it. Yes. Yes, you can. There's a button for that. I'm going to minimize it. Too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jacob is just going to make his way to the corner and kind of pluck along. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's a tune you recognize. So, it's you, you two have played this together before. So, roll a performance check for me really quick. And we'll see how well... In fact, I'll roll performance for her, too. Did I make a character sheet for her? I don't even remember. Uh, I did not. Everything. Her stats are all 10s, because that's what it My bad roll of the night? That's going to be very embarrassing. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. It can't be as embarrassing as that. <gasps> wow, he really put her off. Oh, no. Today is Chicago's day. So... I, I rolled for Susie Young's performance. I rolled Today a is the day. So, I'm picturing this as... So, when you walk in and you look at, at her, she's... It, it first looked like her just kind of being into the music was her actually being pretty distracted. Like, she's missing a lot of notes. It sounds a little dissonant and, and not good. But she's trying because, you know, as you well know, like, this is her work. This is what she does for a living. And, yes. and you... You realize that, like, okay, you know what this is supposed to be. Old habits died hard. So you walk up, and you just pluck along, and it just, it, it's so good that it, like, it gets her back in tune. And when you first play, she actually flinches a bit. Like, whoa, hey, she wasn't ready for a second player. But, like, at a half glance, not even making eye contact, she sees you standing there playing your instrument. And she just gets back in into the old habit. Because she's like yeah. just not playing well, and then you walk in, and as a duet, it's like actually really good. So yeah, to be that, a duet, but she kind of forgot. Yeah, or she just wasn't feeling it that morning, but it's her job. Right. But so when you walk in, you know, like 
like the music starts to pick up and it it like it gets you know like it increases in tempo and volume and you just find the old groove that you had you know back in the day and and the 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 patronage the people in the room like start to pick up and a few of them even like start to actually pay attention to the performance rather than focusing on their food and drink and uh when the song finishes a few people actually like clap like wow this is really good and uh, you both get a few tips and allow me to roll some money for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. The peanut gallery. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it wasn't a lot. But, you know, got a nice little seven gold in the, the old tip jar. I'm trying to ignore God you guys. Damn it, Rob. <laughs> Bar map. <laughs> uh, all right. So when you finish the music... Uh, Susiana will move into playing a, a new song. This one is uh, much better put together. Um, will Jacoba like hang around and play a few more songs with her, or is he just satisfied with having like snapped her out of her funk? He'll play at least one more with her, and if she's tired of them, the, the crowd. Um, I think that she, well, she's pretty much obligated to play music all through the morning so more or less she'll just continue playing on but like she'll she, she will nod at you in appreciation for like you know joining for hanging around Jacobo yep. will sit by the window and look to the southeast to see if the uh, smoke is any worse uh, it, it's the same it's like an it's a pretty even column of smoke, and it's not black like a, a city's on fire or anything. But like it's like there's some sort of bonfire going on. <clears throat> Someone's right. got some big fire happening. But again, as far as you know, there's no like camps or towns or anything over there, and campfires don't make that much smoke. So yeah. <laughs> so you have a nice quiet morning at the honorable pillow. Probably have some breakfast while you're there paid for by tip money and uh Susiana plays the music away for the rest of the morning uh next person to wake up would be v going back to headquarters hey that's me and you said you wanted to check on cheddar first thing well okay so she's gonna wake up and very first thing she's gonna when she sees jacoba's not there she's gonna check under the bed to make sure he's like actually outside <laughs> and yeah he's definitely not nice. there <laughs> okay <laughs> Cool. So she's going to count that as a win for the day. And then she'll right. go check on Cheddar, giving Joyce a nod as she walks by, like the respectful good morning nod. The bro nod, yeah. The bro nod. As is tradition. Yep. <laughs> and uh, mice are nocturnal. So Cheddar right. will be curled up in a tiny ball in his little origami hut. Aww. Snoozing away. Okay, so she, what she's going to do is she's going to go to the kitchen and put together like a little mini plate for him of like cheese and fruits and stuff and then just leave it really gently like next to the hut so when he wakes up he has something to eat. Oh, that's so sweet. Right? He's just, yeah, he's, he's curled up, snoozing away. Mm, so cute. Okay, and then I guess she'll go into the kitchen to see if anybody else is awake. <laughs> well, you'll hear rolling thunder. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she might throw like a, a, like a pillow or something. I don't know. She'll throw something gentle at Hamish to wake. And a chair. 
<laughs> that's gentle for her. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah. And Jeremy will be curled up or sprawled around somewhere random, like he does. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'll just say he's in the corner of the room on a stool, just kind of okay. nestled in the corner where the two walls meet. And while Hamish is a deep sleeper, when he's awake, he's wide awake. So whatever gets thrown at him hits him and wakes him up, and he's like up and about and um, <laughs> does he cheerful. And... Does he stand up like immediately? <laughs> yeah, it's like he, he just <laughs> sits bolt upright and be like, morning! <laughs> morning, Hamish. Oh god, he's like a robot just switched on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you know what the plan was for today? Do we have that appointment yet? I think we had like five minutes. Right, then uh, go over there, find out everything we can about his father and the Ratkin in five minutes, and then we'll know what to do next. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking... Just ask him if his father knew any talking rats, because he's bound to know something like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd tell anybody if I knew talking rats. Ah, but here's the clever part. If we ask him, then we obviously already knew. So he's got no reason to hide it. It's going to be kind of like doing that like face and like pointing in the air, like trying to follow his logic and be like, yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> In fact, we don't even ask. We just go in and start talking to him about talking rats and his father and then see what his reaction is. And I think I'll let you take the lead on that. And then in front right. from there. <laughs> um, and then I think she's just... Because does Liam normally do the cooking? Typically, yeah, but he's not going to come in until a little later because he's been up all night. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she's just gonna sit there and like blink for a second and be like, "There's, there's no breakfast." Oh, yeah. Where's Liam? He's usually here by the time I wake up. She'll shrug. All right. Jacoba's not here either. Well, I suppose it's up to well, Jeremy. You want to help me make some breakfast? And at the mention of his name, similar to Hamish, he'll he'll bolt up, and because he, he was snoozing this whole time, he's like, hey, "What breakfast?" Oh, yeah, definitely. And he'll he'll jaunt over to the kitchen. And uh, when Liam comes in, he's going to find his kitchen already up and running. <laughs> I can give you guys a hand. I'm good at, like, chopping things. And Jeremy's Hamish is really just going to sit there and direct. Yeah, and, and Jeremy will actually, like, oh. wave people away. Like, he's like, no, 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 I've got this. <clears throat> I, I've been helping Liam for a while. And he'll... Uh, Get Are you saying I can't chop things? Uh, well, it won't be necessary. I got this. And he uh, start and he makes up. He whips up some omelets. He uh, he he chops up some spinach. He's like a little tomato and pepper in there, and he, he <laughs> just a nice sprinkle of, of shredded cheddar in there. And he flips. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that cheddar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> His namesake. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, nice thick with little bits of bacon in them, if you ask. And uh, and so he serves up a couple nice fat um, omelets to you, too. While he's cooking, she want, uh, V would also like to check out her, you, cut out. you know, the wiggly. Oh, I said while he's cooking, V would like to check out her wiggly axe. Because it's been like another whole day since that whole thing. Yes. And it is starting to 
progress in its wiggliness, I suppose I would just say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's hard to describe like scale and degrees of wiggliness, I suppose. But mm -hmm. uh, if, if yesterday was a two out of 10 wiggliness, today is a three out of 10 wiggliness. <laughs> okay. She's going to kind of give it like a few practice swings to see if it impedes any like fighting. Um, so it is swinging rhythmically. So if you swing out of sync with the wiggle, it is really awkward. Then it throws you off a bit. But if you swing with it, it adds a, if if you hit something with it, you feel like it'd give a, like maybe a little bit more oomph to the hit. Okay. But timing that can be challenging. Yeah. Okay. She'll keep it on her person for now. And as always, it'll be distracting and weird because it's just yeah. smacking against the leg. Well, you get used to it. <laughs> you tune it out after a while. Yeah. So while everyone's munching on breakfast, let's say it's closer to like 10 o'clock in the morning. And let's say this, I don't think I stated a time or anything, but let's say this appointment is closer to sometime in the afternoon, let's say like 2 o'clock. And Liam would then be able to wander in at that point because it's he's gotten enough sleep. And he walks into uh, Jeremy cleaning up his kitchen. While, while we uh, tuck into some delicious omelets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> i feel like i mean it's obvious that jeremy was cooking so like liam we're in the middle of the second, probably sat up like right here and be like hey i kind of want to know how my apprentice is cooking went and we'll look um towards v and like start to move towards like stealing a piece and then stop and think better of it and steal from Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> she probably like was side eyeing his hand as it twitched closer and then was just like waiting for the perfect moment to smack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I was going to say like, stab. Impales his hand onto the counter. Like fork, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And as he reaches over towards Hamish's plate, Hamish will just cut off a chunk of omelette and flip it over to him. All right. Yeah. As Liam tastes, I'm going to roll for cooking tools. Liam never had to roll. Jeremy has to roll. 12. All right. Not bad. Almost a simple. Not bad. Not bad. Mm -hmm. You know, like they don't they don't pop or anything, but, you know, it's a serviceable arm. No. <laughs> it's well, well executed um, and simple and good. Nothing Just, special or over the top. Not the kind of meal that, like, makes your whole day, but it services. It's fine. <laughs> Just wait until and... and Hamish get into that kitchen. That's gonna be fun. It's oh. gonna be a good day. It's gonna be the time. Liam will probably have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I hope it doesn't go mediocre. I want it to go very well or very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah. I, I want Hopefully. it to be an extreme case. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so we want to discuss like what Liam's perspective of this plan is, because Hamish seems to have his own idea of what this plan is. So uh, Hamish had a pretty good idea for getting the information we need out of the guy, and she's gonna pop another piece of omelet into her mouth. Um, and Liam is going to turn slowly and expectantly to Hamish. Hamish is going to go right. This, this, this is the plan. We're going to go in. We've got five minutes with uh, with Edgar, and we're going to. Just talk to him about how uh, his father used to talk to rats and see what his reaction is. 
and that way we can find out what his father knew about talking rats. Um, so that would teach us what he knows about his father talking to talking rats, not necessarily um, what his father knows about talking to talking rats. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. But if he doesn't show any surprise, then we know that he knows about the talking rats and then he can tell us. <laughs> um, and if he did know about it, he would be surprised that we knew about it. And if he didn't know about it, he would be surprised to hear about this. Maybe we should approach it from the other direction. To Let him talk, talk about, about the talking rats? <laughs> <laughs> no, instead of claiming to know about his father talking to talking rats come at him and talk to him about talking rats talking to his father as if we know the rat which we kind of uh, do I don't well we did um um we have all of five minutes to talk to him well it's not our fault that he tried to kill us well it might have been our fault that he tried to was it our fault that he tried to kill us he tried to kill us? Well, isn't that why we killed him? Wait, so wait you killed the mayor? The talking rats. Oh, no, the talking rats! rats. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Linguist. <laughs> We've never met Linguist. Keep up. Come on, Liam. Even I'm keeping up with this. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. I need to up my character real quick. Um, is Jeremy still in the kitchen? Uh, yeah, he's like oh, cleaning yeah. up. Yeah, he's clean. Okay, so when V finishes her place plate, she's gonna be like, "Hey, Jeremy, that was great. Now catch!" And she's gonna frisbee toss the plate to Jeremy. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, All right. Never mind then. Dexter. Like she's not like flinging at him, but it's like it's so he can catch it. You know what I mean? It's not. Well, yeah. So the DC shouldn't be high, but no. Dex save. 15. Oh yeah, he catches it. No problem. <laughs> He's used to Liam shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, I think a better option than trying to get the information now might be to try and sell him on the idea that we've got with the merchant and see if we can get a longer meeting where we might be able to have a better conversation. Oh, like set up a business arrangement with him. Maybe we can go to that uh, uh, that place with the waffles that weren't very good, you know, the, the pounce and, and, and bite or whatever it was. <laughs> There's a place that has waffles? Yeah, there's like two bites. They were tiny. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think we still have a menu somewhere, and Liam's going to hop over the counter and dig out the menu <clears throat> and hand it to Amy. To Amy or to V? To V. <laughs> I suppose I can give it to you, too. Well, I can. I found it. It's okay. I'm looking. <laughs> All right. He's going to so hand it to V, then, I suppose. She's going to, like, give it a quick look and say, one of the mains is just a lime? Yeah. What? What's free-ranged water? <laughs> Is that even a thing? Why do I remember something about free range water? Oh yeah, well I found this out. When things say they're free in this town, they don't actually mean free. Because 
There was supposed to be some free market and I went and got a scroll case and, and it wasn't free at all and they yelled at me. So I wouldn't think that water's free at all if you ask me. That is a, a lot of information. Um, yeah, that's that's a long story that we frankly do not have time to tell right now. So she's just going to slide the menu back and be like, okay, back to the whole Lindquist thing. Are you mm-hmm. going to be able to convince them you're a mar- are really a merchant from Kodai? How about, well, they think we've got lots of gold, so we should definitely take some bags filled with something that clinks. Maybe some gold on top of it so that we can convince them that we have bags of gold. Because if we're going to offer to have a business deal, he's probably going to want to know that we can pay him something. Do you have any gold? What if they want to keep the bags of gold? Yeah, but uh, so... Um, bringing in bags of gold to a first meeting is kind of, it feels like, uh, oh, how do I put this? It's like, oh, I'm trying to lead in with the money because that's like, I've kind of got this one thing. Like, here's my one, uh, uh, my one thing that I can do for you. And if like that doesn't convince them, nothing. Um, I think we may, yeah. I, and and honestly, like a bag of gold, whatever for him, he's gonna want a business. Well, uh, what do we have to offer him then? He's in textiles. Yes. So, what does a textile merchant need that we uh, can provide? Um, demand his cat for his product. His cat go missing. He has a cat. Well, I mean, I we can bring the cat and be like, "Hey, your cat's back now." <laughs> well, I'm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't... Why would we have travelled from Kudai to bring him a cat? It's a very important cat to him. Mm Mm-hmm. It ran away to Kudai and we brought it back. (laughs) Well, it would be a pretty special cat if it can swim that far, so I would want it back too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What have we done? Um... Uh, I think this con's already the one many that... levels deep. Hamish <laughs> <laughs> is going to go on another adventure for a swimming cat. Um, uh, I think, I think the thing that he's going to want the most is probably like a business deal, just like a regular income. And so, uh, uh, my thought is, we go to him. Hey. We want to bring your fabric to Kodai. Uh, I will ship it there because you. This is a whole continent for a market, and it could increase your business. I mean, at least double what you have now. That's that's the thing that I think. Uh, I think uh, would be the way to kind of get us back in. Um, and then when we get back in, bring the gold and be like, here's down payment for our first stock of uh, fabric. See how that goes. And if it goes well, well, now we have a regular trade that we can do. No, so we're going to need a ship then. This is going to take a long time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, we should probably do this in, like, two meetings. Unless we got someone who's super sneaky that can just, like, rummage around upstairs while we're distracting him or something. Well, I think you would be the sneaky one. 
No, that was Liam saying it in character. <laughs> but V's just gonna look down at herself and look back up at, Le- at Liam and be like, well, I'm out. <laughs> How sneaky is Jeremy? I'm pretty sure we both pan over to Hamish and then back to each other and be like, no. No. <laughs> Just like, that's not. <laughs> we, he's not... too important for the distraction. Jeremy's yeah. not unsneaky. He's got a I mean, V's, V's not unsneaky, but like. <laughs> Liam, Liam is, in fact, sneaky. Yes, but he's already committed to this like character bit. Yeah. Um, so you can't. I think at that point, wait, 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 wait. Speak at the same time. Where's Jakova? Oh, yeah, I was thinking that too. Isn't Jakova sneaky? He snuck right out well, of here without any of us noticing. Exactly. Yeah. I think. I, well, I mean, I think that's a good audition for the job, really. An excellent point. Yes. <laughs> um. Maybe that was his point all along. Mm-hmm. He wanted the snooping yeah. job the whole time. And so he snuck away to get the job. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sold. I, yeah, can't really argue with that. Um, so, um, so we just have to wait for Jacova to sneak back here so that we can go to our meeting and he can sneak around while we talk to the guy about setting up a trade route between here and Kodai for, for fabric. Yep. <laughs> with a ship that we don't have. Uh, well, I could always go down the docks and try and get a ship while you're all doing this. So, uh, um, so the fun part about all of this is we don't actually have to have a ship. He just has to think that we have a ship. So you want to lie to the guy? I get mean, a I've already meeting. told him. I've already told him that I'm somebody I am not. But we all live in the same town right now. Uh, what happens when he goes for a stroll and sees you wandering around? I have a disguise because he hasn't seen me yet. <clears throat> but how are we getting the fabric to Kodai then? <laughs> That's what we need the sewing cat for. <laughs> oh, this is a very special cat. <laughs> but that is. Hang on. You can't strap fabric to a cat and send it off to Kodai. It, it wouldn't go there fast enough. You wouldn't have enough fabric. That would be a terrible deal. Oh, no, the cat's really strong. I think you're pulling my beard. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll just kind of have like a smirk on her face and be like, well, you know, <laughs> it works so far. <laughs> I gotta say, I also like that turn of phrase. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so uh, let's say this conversation goes on for like well over an hour, like round and round. And at this point, since you got up later and you had breakfast, let's call it close to like 11 o'clock. And Jacoba walks in because the you know the morning rounds back at the honorable pillow have have ended, and Susiana did not like really have a talk. Just gave him like a heartfelt thanks and a little pat on the cheek and wandered off. And so at this point, Jacoba can come back, assuming he wants to come back and not just wander around aimlessly some more, or go back to the catacombs or investigate the pillar of smoke by himself. Who knows? 
feel like I shouldn't speak for Jacoba and his actor. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Let's give you his character sheet and I'll DM. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, keep an eye on the uh, pillar of smoke as he's walking back to the office. Uh, again, it, it seems like a really consistent pillar of smoke, so it's not spreading, and it's it's white smoke, so it's not like burning paint or anything. Yeah. But it is concerning. So, he'll walk into the office, just poke his head back here and say, have you guys been outside at all today? Oh, Jakova, perfect. We were just talking about you. <laughs> All right, that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> well, we've been discussing important things inside. We haven't had time to go outside. Listen, you're sneaky, right? I mean, you snuck out of here without any of us noticing. Well, how can anything over Hamish's uh, sleep problems? Uh, yeah. I have no problem sleeping. I slept very well, thank you. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> Uh, Liam's gonna look shocked. Uh, question, Ken. Yeah. Would Liam have seen the pillar of smoke on his way here? Uh, let's roll a perception check and find out. I think it would make sense if he didn't, just because, you know, he was up all night. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he didn't. Crit fail. Nope. He was... He was... Damn. Balls deep in a cup of coffee. Yeah, he he was real groggy this morning, and he just wanted to get to the office, and you know, probably you know enjoys the morning ritual of cooking breakfast, only to find that robbed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he was not. Maybe. He his his eyes were down, not up, at the skyline today. <laughs> maybe maybe he's like a friend of mine that needs two cans of bang and a liter of coffee to wake up. I mean, yeah, that's no, what happens fuck. when you have, like, a resistance to to caffeine mm -hmm. like that. Um, I am pretty sure he is far beyond resistant, and he is just completely immune. Yeah, it, it takes a ridiculous... At this point, it's like the sugar in it. Yeah, that might be it. Um, so, well, I suppose Lee would chime in and then be like, well, I was outside. I didn't see anything, though. Uh, what's going on out there? There's a awful tall pillar of uh, smoke off in the south. I don't, I don't me. know. Oh. <laughs> Hamish, why would it be you? That was that was an awful quick answer, Hamish. Is there something you want to tell us? No, that's look. In Stone Thunder, there was a saying: "Where there's smoke, there's fire, and where there's fire, there's usually Hamish." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, it, it, it's probably worth checking out. Uh, we do also need to go visit um, uh, Edgar Lindquist because we have five minutes with him today. What time were we supposed to get those five minutes? Like two o'clock. Okay. Like two o'clock. Sometime this afternoon. Okay. Well, then it seems to me we've got plenty of time to go check out this pillar of smoke and then swing around to the Linquist place. We get in, Jacoba sneaks off and searches for information while we talk to the other guy about textiles. Can someone fill me in on who uh, Edgar is? 
Yeah, the guy we met yesterday. Oh. He wasn't there. Or tried the to meet yesterday. Meet there yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And uh, he's a bit preoccupied. V's gonna look confused like she's, she was convinced the whole time you had been with them. And she's like, oh, oh, no, right, you were under the bed. Yeah, no, hiding under the cot. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, hiding from responsibility. Uh, no, uh, Linquist <laughs> is the uh, late mayor's son who is a douchey merchant in uh, a giant house with spider statues. It's not spider statues, snake statues. Snake statues. Yeah, V really wants. Um, but we're not so, going for the snake statues, right? So Rat King lead? Talk for yourself. Yeah, it's the Rat King lead. Jamie Schwartz. Uh, <laughs> um, the only... I mean, do, do we really um, need to wait for the appointment? I can probably pop over there. You cut out. Do we really need to wait for the appointment or pop over there really fast? Pop over where? To the smoke or to Linquist? To Linquist. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of important because we're trying to set up a, um, a fake merchant deal. Well, hold on, hold on. Shakova's got a point. Your plan, while interesting, seems complicated. Um, I'm pretty sure just... that was Hamish's fault. <laughs> Whereas Jacova could just do a little breaking and entering, no one would even know. And oh, look, I'm not trying to stop on your toes or anything. I'm just yeah. If we want to do the breaking and entering, go for it. That... It wouldn't be the worst thing I've done. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty good at sneaking. And if we're just doing the breaking and entering thing, uh. I can help out, and I wouldn't have to be elsewhere trying to be a distraction. All right, you can help out. Where are we going? And then meanwhile, I guess Hamish and I check out the smoke? Split the do that. party, split the party, split the split party. Or um, we could look for this cat. <laughs> the cat might be where the smoke is. Uh, yes. The cat might be where the smoke is. Also... Breaking into a place during broad daylight isn't usually the best way to go. It's the last thing they'll be expecting. She'll point at him. Uh, like no, don't, point. don't worry, I got it covered. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That and a plan like B. So let's, okay. Let's keep in mind that the the column of smoke is is like a, a handful of miles away. So it's not like you could pop over there and be back within an hour unless you were sprinting the whole way. So probably not a good idea to do that. Plus you also don't know what's there that could delay you. And I have a feeling it might delay you just because this is not a focused group. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the what thing. What are you talking about? about we're talking about CCC. We're talking about splitting the party. So it's fine. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah. And yeah. Divide and conquer. Yeah. Yes. And then whoever ends up in one area will be delayed by a lot because everything about the original plan fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> and likewise for the other group too. If All because want... Jacoba had a question. Yeah. Now now if you wanna do it that way, I will not stop you. I'm just saying historically speaking, that would probably be a very bad idea. 
Actually, that's not true. Historically speaking, when Jacoba did it, everything worked out great. So Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. I thought it was a terrible idea, but he did it, and it, he didn't die. So, sure, why not? Split the I mean, oh, no, v, v is not an intelligent too. person. Let's, let's all remember this. <laughs> I mean, he's intelligent. He just doesn't use it. No, V. V. Vivian is not intelligent. She thinks splitting up and going in different directions is a great idea. Who's that character in the horror movies? <laughs> yup. We'll split up. We'll cover up more ground mm. that way. Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's only a few miles outside of town, like meeting at two, we're out of there. Um, we're out of there relatively quickly. Even if it takes us like an hour to search through things, we get down to we get down to the fireplacey area about like dinner time. We can totally get back before it's too late, even even breaking into the place. Or we could just not wait till two to break into the place, and then we'd have even more time to go down to the smoke. Because why the fuck do we have to wait for that? I was gonna say I don't know why we're <laughs> waiting till two. I don't know why we're waiting till two. I do feel like somewhat keep the party together by not having a. But not having V and Hamish sneak in with us, but they could. How about how about V and Hamish? How about V and Hamish be distraction? You mean talk to him? Oh sure. Knock on the door. (laughs) I mean, he's got that cat that he's looking for. Oh, I should not be. I should not be propagating that. (laughs) (laughs) I should not encourage him out. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess Hamish. Jeremy and I can go talk to the guy while you guys break in. Mm-hmm. Or talk to the butler. Did talk to the butler. Because, like, I feel, yeah, but then we are going to have to wait till two because our appointment's not until two. Um, If the appointment is the ruse as to why we want to go in there. Like, you guys can just make a distraction out front, draw some of the guards away. Who did distractions? We could start a fire here, like, um, in town. Yeah, I was going. I mean, you Nobody guys do. That isn't the best idea. Listen, Hamish and I will come up with a great idea for a distraction. You guys just worry about getting in. I like it. Because <laughs> the less I know, the less I will do. Hamish, hey. remember the barn. Uh, Let's not have that happen again. Oh, you don't want that to happen again. We, we, we don't want public property to burn down. All right, I wouldn't set any barns on fire then. Yeah, it's also a good thing that his house is private property. <laughs> I'm still not helping, am I? So many weasel <laughs> words. Like, what? It's, it's neither public nor barn, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this checks out. This is a terrible idea. Okay, let's do well, it. I'm not going to set his house on fire then. You have to sneak around a burning house. That's not safe. Not safe at all. No. We're well, we can figure something two. out on the way. Uh, let's not wait till two. So me and Hamish are just going there, talking to them about something. Ova and Liam are sneaking around back. Uh, yeah. All right. Basically. Okay. Seems like we could have done this yesterday. We didn't have Jacova yesterday. He was hiding under the bed. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And being okay. absolutely miserable. 
But today is his day. I would. All right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This is my good game. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, this this was your good game. I mean, it hasn't. Gone no, if I somehow if I somehow switch my luck between this game and my Sunday night game, thank God because I need my luck there more. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all right, all right. we'll see how this goes. All right, let me do okay. this real quick. What are we doing? I don't know. This is really. I'm, I'm trying to get the bad rolls out, and oh. they seem to be declining. <laughs> So I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> okay, so there was a lot of discussion. Re recap for me. What exactly is the plan here? Okay, so Hamish and V are going to go up to the front door and create a distraction. Jacova and Liam are going to sneak around the back and sneak into the house and find information about Lindquist and the talking rat. Okay, where does Jeremy fit into this? Jeremy fits in beautifully as a distraction. Okay, so he's he's, he's in the distract team distraction. Yes, okay. he's assigned with V and Rob. Rob. Yeah. Yes. Hamish. <laughs> yes. I can think of no better team than V, Hamish, and Jeremy. <laughs> Best friends. What could go wrong? All right. Let me... Yeah. Before they uh, leave, Hamish is going to turn to V and say, "No." Is there anything you think we're going to need? Because I haven't had a very good track record of having it to hand before. So let me check that I've got everything before we leave. She's going to look like really thoughtful and be like, I don't, I don't know, maybe some rope instead of, in case we have to tie somebody up. All right, I've got rope. Okay. Um, How much rope? Like, would you say a lot of rope? Eh... Uh... Yeah, I mean, a standard amount of rope, I suppose. Yeah, we can make it work. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything else. I mean, I have nothing. I have axes. It's what I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let us try and oh, execute. Oh, I've got the perfect distraction. I've just thought of something. Okay, wait, let's get Jeremy in on the huddle. Come on, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy's in the huddle. Jeremy's in the so, huddle. This house, it's, it's got like light sources and stuff around, right? And mm -hmm. Most houses do. So if we go up to the front door and I use this garlic lamp oil that I created back at the festival, mm -hmm. then that's going to create this horrendous smell. Mm -hmm. And the butler's bound to be distracted by that, right? I mean, I feel like we can work it somewhere into the plan. I mean, it, it'll be good just so in case. So here's my idea. But I feel like get we get our meeting. No, 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 no. We get into the meeting with Edgar. I'll before we go in there. I'll put some of this garlic lamp oil into their lamps, and then Jeremy can hide in the bushes or something and light it while we're in the meeting. And that. No, but we're not going to the meeting. Uh, we're just gonna walk up and distract people as many people as we can. Oh, okay. <gasps> What if we light the garlic lamp oil on fire and toss it into the house? I feel like that I might set that the house work. on fire. Okay, yeah, no, that's a good point, Jeremy. All right, were we told specifically to not set things on fire? We were told not to set barns or public property on fire. I feel like the intention was to not set, like, anything on fire. But they couldn't possibly complain at us for setting lamps on fire. That's the point of lamps. Well, okay, yes, you've got a point. 
So as many of the lamps, we'll go in there, we'll fill the lamps, we'll just let them know that, you know, we're there to fill the lamps. Mm -hmm. And then, why would they light the lamps during the day? Oh, we'll just tell them we're testing them. Okay, wait. Won't this smell bad to us too? It depends how much you like garlic. Jeremy Shrugs. I don't really smell anymore. I mean, as long as you don't drink the lamp oil, because... It didn't. Why taste would I drink good. lamp oil? Why would you drink lamp oil? Well, it was supposed to be beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we keep that as plan B. <laughs> I have an I think I have an idea. We go in and we pretend we want to buy their snake statues. I I feel like we've gotten off topic. Where are we supposed to just like distract? Yeah, we distract them by starting a serious conversation about the cost of a marble steak statue. I mean, sure. I But what if they're not for sale? Then garlic oil? Is that the backup? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, sounds good to me. Try to buy the steak statues. If they're not for sale, burn the oil. Exactly. I think this is a solid plan. <laughs> I'm going to have to make someone roll an attack for pepper spray today. <laughs> All right, we've got our plan. Okay, let's move over to the manor. Okay. So this is not okay. two o'clock, right? We we're just like somewhere around noon, way before the appointment. You're supposed to get in and try and get this taken care of, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, distraction team. Yeah. Walks up to the front door. Yes. Knocks on the knocker. Uh huh. Waits a couple minutes for the butler to eventually get up there. Yeah. He opens the door and mm -hmm. lo looks at the three of you. Mm hmm. Can I help you? We'd like to buy your snakes. <laughs> Pardon? The snake statues. Oh, those. Mm -hmm. I don't believe they're for sale, but I suppose <laughs> a decent enough offer would change that. Could we maybe get in to get a closer look at them? I don't. We just know. want to make sure they're of as high a quality as we think they are. I don't have a lot of time. Make it quick. And he'll step aside. Right, so they could, she's gonna stride on in super confidently to look at the snake statues. Uh, yeah, Jeremy will follow. So K kind of like he's impressionable, so he's like mimicking V's gait as she's oh. <laughs> as he's following her. Hey, Ken. Yes. Is the door still open? Yes. Uh, Jacoba is gonna look over to uh, Liam and. Tell him, try to keep up. Uh, Liam is going to give a thumbs up. Okay. And Hamish is going to walk to the furthest away <laughs> statue and very loudly say, there appears to be a chip in this one. <laughs> okay, so at the mention of that, um, Archibald will actually like react. What? Impossible. And he'll quickly... Uh, stride that you know that angry fast walk but he can't run of course not <laughs> but that angry fast walk and he wanders over and says where show me 
Okay, while his back is turned, V's pulling on the statue in front of her to see how heavy, like, to gauge how heavy it is. Uh, Roll a strength save? Like... A strength save? Yeah, give you all the extra bonuses you can get on that one. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh. Whatcha? 16. Immovable. It's crazy. Like, if you pull from the top down, like, from the head area, you can get it to tilt a little bit, maybe. But, like, actually getting it to move would be... That'd be a Difficult? tall order. Like, okay. you could potentially roll it around on its base slowly on this granite, but the moment you hit gravel or grass or anything, you're dead in the water. There's nothing you can do about that. Okay, that was worth a shot. Okay, so... And as he's about over at the statue, Hamish is going to be like, oh, no, no, never mind. It was just a trick of the light. But an Archibald will huff at that. So, Liam and Jacoba, while Archibald is distracted, um, what are you guys doing? <clears throat> well, apparently, Jacoba's just going to waltz in there like a fucking cheater. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's just going to walk in. Casting invisibility on himself. Yep. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's concentration, and I'm assuming you don't have third level spells. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. Not at this level. Not yet. Yeah. Hello. Um, so I think Jacoba should uh, invisible his way up to the second floor, open up one of the windows so Liam can climb in. And I assume you discussed that. Yes. Okay. So Jacoba rolls stealth at advantage for me. And go ahead and do that. 22. Fuck. Okay, so you didn't hit any. It was at advantage, so you're at 22. You dropped a 12. Right, okay. Yeah. Or dropped a 4 to take a 14. <laughs> so you're good. You, you managed to make it upstairs. You didn't hit any creaky floorboards. And yes, you successfully opened up a window on the second floor. And then you let down a rope, I presume, and then Liam will scale up. This is where things fall apart, because I'm going to have to start rolling. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to roll athletics just, to climb a rope up the side of a building. Just <clears throat> a magical rope floating out a window. Until <laughs> <laughs> Butler decides to close the window. Actually, um, yeah, let's just say it's visible, because I believe under the specifications of invisibility, your rope would also be invisible, because it's on your... Um, yeah, I suppose I hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> uh, Jacob will drop it directly on top of Liam then so he feels it sure it's, yes. uh, let's say because sh- it's funny that way if let's it say, is invisible let's say it is invisible because it was coiled up when you cast it and I'm sure this could be usable sure. at some point but I, as as written it makes kind of sense to me so Liam roll athletics to scale the building on an invisible rope can can I just take a 20 <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a very long time? Yes! Right. You're old 19. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're plus four. So you got 19 to scale it. So you scale it deftly like a man from the circus, like you'd expect from a man from, of the circus. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty good for not being able to see the rope, too. Yeah, well, it's just thrown on your head, so you're good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you managed to make it all the way up there. No problems. 
So on the second floor, this map is a little bit confusing in that regard. Um, these like two rooms to either side of the courtyard are the second floor, whereas the whole top part of this map is the first floor. So the first, it's not huge, but the first floor has got like a, you know, a large kitchen, a bedroom, and like a secondary bedroom slash guest room kind of space. And then upstairs has a nice huge dining room and like an office space. And you two both get plopped into the dining room. Let me move you on the map for where you are there. So you're there. There's no one in this dining room. Okay. Um... So what do you guys do? Are you want to like take a peek in the hallway, look down the stairs? Um, Liam is going to uh, hold on. I'm going to do this. Odds are it's the right, uh, the left. Do 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 do, do. six. Uh, Liam is going to look to his right, <clears throat> whether Jacoba is there or not, <laughs> and <laughs> whisper. Um, let's sneak up to the door. Um, you peer out. If there's nobody there, tap my shoulder twice, and we'll, I'll know it's safe. Go, we'll tap his shoulder twice. <laughs> no, okay, that's I. Okay, um, did you look out the door? As a sign of yes, I understand. <laughs> anyway, okay, all right. So he's gonna move over to the door. And wait for Jacoba to peek out to see if anybody's there. Um, yes. So down this hallway, you do see one guard in full plate mail, with a with a longsword, kind of pacing like lazily back and forth down the hallway, clinking loudly. Twice for safe and once for not safe. Not safe. Once for not yeah. safe. Yes. <laughs> Without looking back, Jacoba will just kind of like fling his arm and just slap Liam in the chest. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Liam's gonna uh, kind of whisper, oh great, uh, is it a guard? Um, are we gonna have to talk our way past him? I mean, Jacoba can talk. <laughs> He's just invisible. He's not silenced. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Jacoba will wait Clink. to see. Uh... Clink. <laughs> Stops walking. But he'll kind of pull Liam to the other side of the door right there before he gets too far. Yeah. Far. So, so, so the, the armored guard, you know, it's just patrolling the hallway basically so he walks right by the door that you're near and doesn't take notice that it's open like a tiny crack and just turns around and clinks his way back down the hallway slowly um <clears throat> liam is going to suggest that we run to the room straight across the hall like i said th that's the first floor so if i were to okay. draw a line here on the map the map's confusing like i said so that's a hallway that leads to like just, so, just the other room okay. and then like there's oh, okay there would be stairs like here in the middle of the hallway that lead downstairs all right so basically on the other side of the hallway there is no no rooms it's just wall no no the, this other door here to the far left is on the second floor yeah so what about the three 
Is there anything above the the two bedrooms and the kitchen on the first floor? No, th- where you're at. There's is, nothing okay. better. This is directly over that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. All right, yeah, I got it's you. It's just difficult to display two <clears throat> floors on a yep. 2D map. <laughs> yeah. So currently we're staring at a wall. Yeah. <clears throat> and so the only way over there is um, getting by guard. Yes. And then, you know, the, the other room that's on the second floor over here. Or going mm-hmm. down the stairs. Hmm. Well, Liam's going to peek his head out and kind of assess the situation and see that there is no fucking way that he is getting by the guard. I wouldn't say no way. You just have to move perfectly silently down a long hallway while the guard's back is turned. Yeah. Um, about that. <laughs> um, is there any way of him continuing climbing upward to like a roof or something? Uh, if you went back out the window, you came possibly. Hmm. Uh, Jacoba is going to wait until the guard gets to about there. About the stairs. And he is going to uh, press the di- press the digitation. Okay. Like a uh, crash or something from behind the doors. Okay, so like, like someone falling over or something tipping over is the sound yes. you want to make. Okay. Yes. Uh, in the room that we're currently in. No. Down the stairs. On the other side okay. of the door, right there. Oh, okay. Like someone tripped and. Like yeah, someone, yeah, like someone tripped down the stairs. Okay, yeah. So the guard will like react to that. He'll he'll turn towards the doors and open it up and and look and go, "Hello, everyone, all right down there?" And he'll actually like, go down the stairs and and like investigate. And Jacobo will Which would spit him out over here, like in in the corner of the kitchens, looking around trying to see if anyone who fell over. Yeah, Jacobo will. Yank Liam behind him, um, since he I can't as, wave as, and say "follow me." Yeah, um, I think as as soon as Liam feels the tug against him, he'll just go. Mew. And I already know where this is going. Okay. What's your plan? Are you going to investigate the other room, or are you going to go down the stairs? And I was going to investigate the other room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so before you do that, let's switch cameras back to just team distraction. <laughs> so Hamish had just told mm-hmm. Archibald that there was a, a nick in the statue. Wait, no, it was just a trick of the light. And Archibald huffs like, yeah, get me a fright. So how much would you say would be a fair price for one of these statues? Say would a uh, hundred gold... And, it, and he's waiting for a reaction he there. Scowls. Be a good down payment. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking for a further reaction. It continued scowling, like <laughs> for just one of them to be secured. No, I assure you that even something like. I don't know. Maybe five thousand for a layaway could be doable, but like I said, these are not for sale, unless you give a reasonable offer. Well, I have a few questions first. It turns to look at V. Yes. Now, see my friend here, and she's going to gesture to gesture to Jeremy. <laughs> insists that this is marble shipped in all the way from Athias. 
I say it looks nothing, it looks more like common Alarin marble. And I'm sure you understand of anybody that, um, you know, one of those things is more valuable than the other. Um, roll deception for me really quick. I need to, okay. I need, I need to have Jeremy's character sheet open because he's going to be participating in this game too. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to roll with that. Hey, how's a 20? Oh no, Jeremy. I mean, it's over a 10, so it's above average. So this is going well, right guys? Uh, better than I expected, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I mean, I've only had to make one roll so far, so yeah, yeah. I honestly, better than I expected. I mean, I honestly thought that it was going to be. I want to buy these statues. They're not for sale. All right, well, we tried, and then just like light the stink bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to like circumvent that as much as I could. <laughs> that's that's how I expected this to go. <laughs> Just I mean, we've, like... still, we've still got the garlic lamp oil on the back burner. Well, yeah, and... that is plan B. That's the goal, but... <laughs> or like like them asking Archibald saying no and Fee just straight punching him in the face <laughs> and being like, how about now, bitch? I mean, basically. <laughs> Are these for sale? No. Smoke bomb! <laughs> <laughs> just make some... <laughs> Are you done barking dogs? Okay, I think we're done barking. Okay, uh, so V says that these are like a different kind of... <laughs> so she's saying that Jeremy says that it's marble from Atheus. She thinks it's just marble from here on the continent. And obviously Atheus marble would be more valuable than... And Jeremy's definitely going to yes and this and go, no, 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 see? And he po leans it and points to the statue saying like, you see this marble pattern here? You see how it, it goes like, it's three per square inch. Like that means it's for Matthias. Even no, no, see Jeremy, uh, I can't believe I have to explain this to you again. That's obviously just two per square inch, which is from here in Alara. <laughs> okay, first let me roll for his uh, look at it. And he goes, okay, so it, he buys V's story. He doesn't buy Jeremy's story. And he looks at Jeremy and goes, you clearly do not know the difference between these two marbles. This is clearly from the mainland, which is still plenty valuable, I'll have you know. No, you see, <laughs> I have a friend who works in marble. And let me tell have you seen Atheus marble? Because I'm starting to think you haven't. He goes, I have, and I assure you, this is mainland marble. Yes, yes, we're not arguing that point anymore. My point is, if you had seen Athia's marble, you would know that it's worth so much more than Alarin marble, and I think you're trying to rip us off for these statues. I rip you off? You came to us. I had told you these aren't for sale. Well, see, that's not what we heard in town. Well, I cannot be held responsible for rumors going among the common folk. Well, because rumor has it your boss is broke and he's looking to sell these statues to make a quick buck. If I was you, I'd be worried. Your job might be in trouble. No, I assure you the finances of this institution are very strong. How could you know? You're just a butler. I also do the books. I'm more than just a butler. We do not maintain a large staff here. I do many jobs, including answering the front door for Riff Raff, who choose to waste my time. 
She's going to pull herself up and say, Riff Raff, excuse you, sir. Just, you. how do you know I'm Riff Raff? Please. How many half-orcs are connoisseurs of the many different kinds of marbles and carved stones? Three. <laughs> and I'm one of them. <laughs> Nonsense. I've never heard of these. I am well connected to these, the stone carving community. As you can well see, any gestures to the courtyard at large at all the statues. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know better. There, If there were famous half-orcs who were connoisseurs or tradesmen or or sculptors of these things, it would be well-known within the community. I like to shop anonymous, anonymously, usually. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. No, see, like, I'm really interested in uh, this one over here. What's it supposed to be exactly? Because your uh, superior stone carving community has really screwed the pooch with this one, I have to say. I'm going to go find the guards. And he starts. Oh, no, V's gonna. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so V. Blingo! <laughs> so what V's gonna do? Don't mind me, just getting shatter ready. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, would it be better to let him get the guards? Is the question. Is this actually grass in the courtyard here? Uh, yes, very well maintained grass. Okay. So while V is um, hiring the the butler here, uh, Hamish is going to use his his trusty Swiss Army piton to. Um, <laughs> punch a, uh, a hole in the oil bag and he's going to work walk in a wide circle around this grass area um just you know casually well he's facing away from hamish because he's like walking towards the door to fetch the guards okay well she wants to like run and like screech in front of him <laughs> and like hands out and be like hey i was not done talking to you about the statues and V is taller than he is by a good couple mm -hmm. inches. So he'll mm -hmm. look up at her and say, I don't take kindly to threats. I was not threatening you. What, because I'm a half-orc, you're assuming that I'm threatening you? You're threatening me because you are stopping me from entering my place of residence. Please step aside. That is not threatening. It is trying to get you to see a good deal. And she'll she'll scooch to the side. There's <laughs> a big step to the left. She, she steps with them. Yeah. Now, I'm prepared to offer you. And she's going to kind of choke and say, 10,000 golds to hold one of these statues for us. If you can prove that it is real marble... You will have. I'm to... sure you have a certificate or something. I do, but it is inside. Okay. Okay. Do you have the gold on you? Do I look like I'm carrying ten thousand gold with me? He he slips a hand inside of his suit jacket pocket, what? and if he doesn't react in any way, he'll pull out a small horn, like a little bugle horn. Okay. The minute she sees the horn, she's gonna smack it from his hand. <laughs> 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 and 
and just and she's gonna smack him and say like, okay, Hamish, Plan B, Plan B. <laughs> He's already on Plan B. <laughs> you know, Ian, I thought our side was gonna go to shit first. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I thought we had this in the bag. <laughs> so we're, like, we're goddamn Mission Impossible over here, and over there is the. <laughs> This is this is going better than I thought it would, to be honest. Hamish is going to look at V and be like, "All right, let's go," and motion towards the door. We're clearly not welcome here. Uh, we're gonna get kicked out of this town by the end of the campaign. <laughs> V's gonna look very confused. Can she smell the oil? Um, it depends on where Hamish put it. If he put it like on the side of the courtyard that's like closer to the Yeah, he kinda did a broad circle in the middle of the grass. Like roughly where the uh the circle with the runes on the map is. Hmm. Uh, okay, so kinda all around central. So at that point if I got any close to him, it's like, yeah, he definitely smells it. And as soon as she says plan B, he'll turn and be like, What? Ugh. Oh, what have you done? Sorry, I had garlic for breakfast. Uh, let's go. And he has a look of disgust on his face. Who eats garlic for breakfast? Ugh. V's going to scoop up the horn and start, like, quick marching away. <laughs> and, and he'll, like, half-heartedly reach out, like, eh, don't, whatever, it's not worth it. <laughs> and, and Hamish is going to continue to leave this trail of oil as he walks out the door. And, and she's very quickly motioning at Jeremy, like, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> and Jeremy, who was like, had really gotten into character for this, was like really closely, like, ex like counting the little, like, cracks and marks <laughs> on the statue. And as soon as she says it, like, huh? Oh, yeah. And he, he'll return. <laughs> he'll follow. And once they're outside the door, she's going to look at Hamish and say, What now? Hamish is going to close the door. And then he's going to shout at the top of his lungs. Dragon! And he's gonna light the oil and run. Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> Holy shit! V's okay. gonna like blank stare for a second and then, like, you know what? She's just gonna scoop up Jeremy and run with him. <laughs> so, did I hear that right? Did he ignite this trail? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, and I, I just noticed that this is not just garlic lamp oil, this is garlic lamp oil with added cayenne pepper. Yes. So. This is pepper spray. <laughs> It was supposed this to be pepper spray. spray. I knew turned it was the pepper spray. Like a bomb. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not a bomb. So, well, yeah. Nice knowing you, Liam. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. So that actually bought you quite a bit of time. So yeah. let's let's uh, travel back, and the guard will definitely <laughs> like react to all of the commotion. So, so the guard that was in the hallway is now with Archibald downstairs. <laughs> so it's actually not coming back because of the commotion they caused. <laughs> you're welcome, boys. All right. So your plan was to uh, peek into this other room that's upstairs. So are you going to try and crack it open? Or are you going to like peek through a keyhole? Going to feed a camera through the crack in the door? <laughs> I like the camera idea. <laughs> Do you have a camera in your inventory? <laughs> Uh, give me a moment. Uh, couple will look through the uh, keyhole. Uh, roll. Oh, uh, I suppose Liam will too. Oh, 18. 18 from Jacoba. 
and 20 from Liam. Okay, so Damn. you can see yes. pretty well. This is one of those huge like skeleton keyholes, so it's nice and wide open. It's just like a hole like the size of someone's fist. <laughs> you can fit, yeah, you can fit your pinky through there pretty easily. So yeah, you poke <clears throat> your your eyes through there, and you see um, an office essentially, like two nice sofas, uh, a fireplace that's burning nicely on one side, lots of like plush furniture, and and there's a desk and and a bookshelf filled to the brim with books. And sitting on the couch is a man in a very nice business suit reading a book. And standing at attention next to him is another guard in full plate. Oh, shit. I didn't even see that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was fully expecting... Uh, well, now we got to take care of guards. Uh, um, <clears throat> hmm... Wait a minute, wait a minute. I might have something that is not the spell I'm looking for. I could cast darkness, but that wouldn't help. There it is. It must be no larger than a five foot cube. Damn it. Uh, can you disguise yourself as a guard to be like, hey, there's a fire out in the courtyard? Would we know can, that there's a fire out in the courtyard? Uh, you, At this point in the timeline, Hamish has not yelled yet, and I would have you roll perception for that, but I would say you've got a bit more time. Okay, so scratch that. Uh, Liam would be like, uh, whisper over, uh, how do we take care of the two people in there? I don't know how, but very carefully. That is not helpful. I mean, I can be pretty persuasive, but that's only gonna worsen. Jacobus in the balls to the wall. He will crack open the door a little bit. And shatter. <laughs> So, so. Oh, 13 uh, so, or 18. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, they, well, I don't know. Let's roll the guard him. Yeah. Uh, so the, the man in the business suit is like reading a book, so he doesn't notice, but the guard definitely notices. And as soon as the door cracks open, his attention snaps right towards the door. Does Jacoba just like carefully, like not do anything or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's looking more in the room as it's cracked open. Okay, so you just like want a more full picture of the room itself. Yeah. Um, well, he sees the he sees the guard's attention just snap to him, and he's just making direct eye contact. Although the guard doesn't know he's making direct eye contact. Yeah, Jacoba is contact. invisible. <laughs> yeah. So does he like deer, deer in the headlights? <laughs> Half deer in the headlights, then he's going to remember that he's invisible. So then it's just going to be like, I'm going to watch you until you like back down or something. Well, the, after a moment, the guard will just like walk over and move to close the door, not thinking too much of it. He will let go of the handle so he can close it. Yep. So he just closes it and takes a couple steps back. Did you hear a voice say, you know, who was that? Don't know. Must have been the wind or something. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's just like, eh, this is like a really minor thing. The door popped open. Maybe it wasn't latched all the way. Whatever. Um. Uh, Liam kind of wants to try something. Disguise myself as Jimmy and kick the door down. <laughs> I don't know why Jimmy's always my go-to. 
You're so mean to him. For no reason, too. Does not deserve it, Amy. <laughs> Liam is going to whisper through the door to the guard, specifically. He is going to uh, quietly suggest that the guard ignore everything in the hallway and go downstairs because he needs to. Okay. Flat D20 for wisdom. So let's do that. Nine. Yes! Fails. Excellent. So, yeah. So since you succeed, he will uh, turn to the other guy and say, um, I'll be right back. I need to go take care of something downstairs. And the guy just nods like, mm, okay. <laughs> so he wanders out. Uh, I assume... Liam and Jacobo would kind of be hiding at the end of the hallway. Oh, well, I would, he'll go to this side. That's what I was thinking. And so then he'll... Yeah. <clears throat> the guard will open the door, close it quietly behind him, walk straight towards the stairs, and then head downstairs. And I would say that it's around... Like, right after he walks all the way down the stairs, uh, both of you roll perception to see if you hear Hamish's yell. Perception 12 from Jacoba and 15 from Liam. I would say that Liam makes out the word and Jacoba just like hears the noise distinctly Hamish you're like dragon he's gonna whisper why did Hamish just yell dragon I assume also, that's the distraction <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> something tells me we don't have a lot of time N no no we don't so I took care of the guard uh it is your turn to take care of the person reading the book <clears throat> Same thing as before. I was gonna crack open the door. So, with the twenty. Ooh, yeah. yeah. He's gonna just... strangle the person on the couch. <laughs> he's he's gonna slink on in. Can can I tell what he's reading? Uh, yeah, sure. If you want, he's uh, reading a book on uh, economics. Wow, trashy romance novel. <laughs> That's boring. I was expecting something fun. No, very boring. <laughs> this guy's on uh, where's a big heavy thing I can bludgeon him over the head with. I mean, you don't have any such thing on your person. I mean, there's a... there are several suits of armor in this. Armor. Oh, yeah. Boy, I yeah, I suppose that I, you couldn't have seen it through the, uh, the keyhole. But when you walk in, you see against the wall that the door is on. There are three sets of like really old historical pieces of armor like full plate mail from like a really long time ago, all emblazoned with the symbol of Arathis somewhere on them, but they're all different styles. So these are clearly like from different time periods. So yeah, Jacob is going to walk in, kind of like spin around to get a good look at the room and see those and be like, ooh, like, and, like right behind this guy and then just clamp his mouth shut. Okay. So you're just going to hang out in here. Um, I don't know if what Liam's going to do. Because the next several minutes will be of some, a little bit of quiet, but you, because you're going to, after a couple of minutes, you're going to hear downstairs some, like a bit of commotion, some shouting as the people are trying to react to the fire happening downstairs. So I don't, I don't know how bored he'll get waiting for even Ooh. two minutes. <laughs> Pretty bored. If there's like a audible going on downstairs. Hitchiko was going to like kind of go up behind this guy and whisper go downstairs and see what he do does. Um 
roll a persuasion for me. That'll depend on his reaction. 24. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you do it in such a way that, like, first of all, there's a whisper. So he's like, whoa. And he looks around, and, and after determining that no one's in the room, he's like, um, that was weird. But he'll get up and go, I mean, all right. And he'll 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 uh, wander. And as soon as he gets to the hallway, he starts to hear the commotion. And leaving the door open, he actually then like starts to run down the stairs. Going, hey, what's going on? So he runs downstairs. You guys now have upstairs to yourself. And the commotion. <laughs> the commotion gets louder. Um. Uh, so Rob. Yeah. <coughs> roll a d20 Jesus for me. Fuck. How how fire is this? <laughs> Are you going to burn down this expensive house? 15. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, let's roll their firefighting efforts. 19. Okay, so you're not going to burn down this house today. But they're going to do it sometime. It's never my intention. <laughs> It's it. It never was. It wasn't an Umanero either. No, this is true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's fifteen of like flammability, I guess, but nineteen in firefighting efforts. So like, it, the fire is bigger than expected, but they're able to like stomp it out. And but it's gonna take some time. Does the smoke make them all cry? Oh, certainly. Okay, cool. Certainly, because the smoke. From the fire, spray. it's basically so. pepper spray. So <laughs> it's basically tear gas. Oh, like. yeah. They're all having a really, really bad time. It's, awesome. it's a very emotional firefight. But uh, Liam and Jakova have some some extra time. Time has been bought for them, and they now have the upstairs to themselves. Yay! I have no fucking clue. I mean, there's a bookcase. Journals? Um, I start something... the bookcase. <laughs> um, I would say something in Linquist's handwriting, but we don't know what Linquist's handwriting looks like. Uh, is there a desk in the room? Yes, you already said that. Yes. Uh, Liam's going to start rummaging through the desk for anything that seems to be important. Okay, brother, you roll investigation. 19 from Liam. Nice. Yes! <laughs> Oh. And 20. 20 from Jacoba. Hell yeah. So both of you are rather successful. So rummaging through the desk, you find that the desk, disappointingly enough, is mostly just like forms, lots of lots of paper and, and lots of standard forms, you know, trade agreements, stuff like that. Nothing incredibly interesting. You do, however, find a super nice pen. Taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoba, on the other hand, looking through the bookshelf, he finds lots of books on like business and economics you know similar to what he was reading in there but there is like a whole section on the top shelf off to the side that's a bunch of leather bound unlabeled books like clearly like journals or something to that extent and opening them up and flipping through them you find that all of them like there's about i want to say eight of them all of them are for written by the hand of linguist senior these are like a series of journals that he kept and there's eight of them? Yes. Oof. Uh, Jacobo will go to the Google section of these books and search for <laughs> his search giant for rat monstrosity thing. <laughs> uh, well, flipping through the first one, they're not indexed. Well, 
if flipping through the first one, it's not indexed. It's just like a bunch of journal entries about what he did throughout his days. And this, like the second one, you find a similar thing. Like it's like slightly better handwriting. And at least all the entries are dated this time. And it will take you quite a bit of time to like dig through them all. Um. So you're going to like try and take them or you just want to try and read them quickly and maybe try and leave the place unscathed? Skip to books six, seven, and eight and take those. Okay, just like take like, the last three. Yeah. Okay, sure. Because it's probably starting from like, beginning of yeah, Mayor you could tell, Hood to... Yeah, yeah, you could tell from like the second journal on that like they were dated in chronological order. So yeah, the last, yeah. The last three are probably a good way to go. Because yeah. you don't really care what he did in his 20s unless it was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, started being an evil sorcerer at level, you know, <laughs> at the beginning of my career. <laughs> <coughs> Probably not. But Liam will find this beautiful, beautiful pen made out of, like, ebony with gold in it. It's it's amazing. And, and you said in chat you wanted to mess with a couple trade agreements? Like, how so? Um, I changed uh, some of the wording. It's change some of the wording in like the blank form. Uh, oh, there are just blank ones. Yeah, yeah, no, like actually signed uh, and notarized ones aren't kept like in this desk. These are like when he's having meetings uh, okay. with people, like, hey, here's my here's my trade agreement. Yes, actually, let's change some of the wording on the trade agreement. Okay, rather than getting into like like the legalese of what it was, like, what are you shooting for? Something, um, something that you can mess with. Yeah, something like a liability thing. Like, should anything happen, I will pay for anything kind of situation. In like an insurance agreement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. This is like insurance fraud is what you're shooting for, maybe. 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 All right. Sure. Yeah. So um, uh, roll your Fortress Kit 18. Okay. Yeah. So instead of editing one, because it's all ink, so you can't really do that. But what you can't, what you do pull off is is you manage to very quickly because it's a fairly simple form but the wording and the penmanship is is exacting so you successfully managed to take out a blank piece of paper reforge the whole thing word it slightly differently maybe even make a couple copies really quick and stick them on top of the stack so that way you know you ensure if anything happens those are the next couple that'll get done and then excellent so you got three journals Liam got an incredibly nice, expensive pen, and he managed to forge a couple doctored trade agreements. Are you guys gonna? Oh, bail? Um, is this a window? Is there, wait. Uh, window. Also, is there? Is they? They're all signed by him, right? No. They're not. No, you'd have to go somewhere uh, else to go find them. This desk okay. is just of like blank forms. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. Liam, now's not the time. <laughs> There's always time for this shit. I am. Always looking what? for the next. I'm already time. <laughs> Listen, I just like one more sentence. Hold up. And okay, done. He's gonna slam this the window. door, and they're gonna go for the window. And done. Okay, so. <laughs> and scene. Okay, so I won't even make you roll. You guys, you know, make it out the window without too much trouble. The. The fire successfully gets put out, but as everyone is leaving, you hear like shouting and grumbling and and clink of armor while everyone's like desperately trying to put out the fire in the grass. And um, 
I wonder if I have a Liam and Jacoba get outside and Liam's like, why is this garlic out here? Oh yeah. Um I suppose that's another roll. Uh Rob, roll a D twenty for how stank this is right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Nine. Uh, oh. Not too bad. I mean, other than, you know, being in a room full of smoke, it, it's like someone's cooking a spicy meal in the room. So eyes are a little burny, but it's not debilitating. I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> I was making a chili and it said, have a cup of uh, salsa. And I read that as the whole fucking jar. Oops. So I dumped a whole jar in and basically pepper sprayed my own house. It was mega spicy, but it bet it was delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, let me delicious. tell you a story. Um, <laughs> so I after high school, I did this volunteer program where I lived with a group of 10 other people and we all took turns cooking. So one day, a couple of the guys decided to make I can't even remember what they're making. They're making chili or something. They had to like toast chili peppers in the oven or something. Oh, I can't no. even remember. Uh, they literally pepper sprayed the whole first floor of the house. We could not go up the stairs without our eyes starting to water. And like, <laughs> it was so bad. Jesus. So bad. Luckily, my bedroom was in the basement, but it was like, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's yeah. a bad time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. such a bad time. Mm -hmm. Such a bad time. Yeah, um, when I was, we had on-campus suites at school, um, and my neighbors did that, and of course they set up the, the, the fire alarm, because you could mm -hmm. make popcorn and it would set off the fire alarm. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just really <laughs> This was like, like this that. was like the suites, where you had like a full, like, kitchenette there, like, I regularly made my own food. Um, and that's how sense it was, yeah, it was stupid. But, anywho, like, the neighbors, uh, were cooking and I guess the instructions said to throw the spices in first until they're fragrant. Um, and apparently someone read that as put them in until they start smoking or something. Oh no. Um, yeah. And so like the, the fire department went in there, they had like the full gas mask on and they had to open up the blow all the smoke out. And it took like four or five hours to clear all of oh the burnt pepper out of their room, out of their place. Yeah. Oh man, I'm glad I've never done anything quite that bad. <laughs> so all of that, all of those stories are what, almost what's happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> things are on fire. Things are spicy on top of it, which is really weird. Strong garlic <laughs> smell. It's terrible. But you managed to get in. This is actually like the first successful like heist that you guys have pulled off on the show. Because <laughs> heists, it was yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, heists have gone wrong in the past. If we were just a little I bit higher no level idea for the boat, it would have been better. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Clearly, we just needed uh, Vivian with us on the boat. Yeah, well, Clearly. It, except your plan on the boat was to just walk right on the boat and then try and like talk the guards into believing that you're supposed to be there for some reason, which, which is a terrible plan. <laughs> she would have just suggested throwing them off the boat, honestly. Yeah, which probably would have gone slightly better than what you did. <laughs> <laughs> but that series of events led to Jeremy, so it all worked out. Yeah. Worked out for the best. 
Huh. Oh boy. Probably. Okay, so let's head back to the office. Let's uh, like debrief on the day's events, and then we'll call the session there, because Jacoba has some journals. I do have some journals. Journals are interesting. It's um, bad trope, bad poetry, and <laughs> love ballads. It's Vogon poetry. <laughs> no within it the vast majority of these journals are like really mundane like you know i did this today i had some food and occasional griping about like the the powers that be because you know he's not the only one that like runs the town as mayor right you know you've got He's got to deal with all of like the committee members and all the committee members are like some names you recognize like tuesday and he complains more than once about how like terrible and grating tuesday is and and stuff like that and how like um how melville is like will always vote down everything on principle why is he even involved with the government to, sh to shrink the government that's why he's there and he finds that incredibly <laughs> frustrating <laughs> so like in his defense that is incredibly frustrating yes so like that's a lot of like what the journals are but like come like in the later entries of the last journal like you presume in his like final months as mayor he he starts talking about how like he he recognizes like a big business opportunity like he's been in talks with some people from brightport about like setting up fair bay as like a proper way station between brightport and overdale since the fall and like it he says, not that you see any evidence of it in the journals, probably because he only grabbed the last three, that he's been, like, working on this, like, basically since the fall, a good couple of years ago. But it wasn't until just now that, like, the Brightport houses and the Queen of Overdale, like, actually got back to him and are, like, willing to agree that he wanted to set up Fairbay as, like, a big tourist trap. It's, like, a, it's a place to rest in between the two major cities on the continent. And this is the place that you would rest and stop off, and it would make it would like boom Fairbay's economy, and it would make it huge and successful and and amazing. And then like, like the very last entry says that he's gonna meet with representatives of all of these powers tomorrow, and that's the end of the entries. And that that one was dated, I think. I'd have to go back through my notes. Something like three or four months ago when he died. Hmm. Well, that's not suspicious. I know, right? <laughs> huh. Um. Well, now we know where to go from here, I suppose. Do we? Yes. It's almost two o'clock. We've got to go back there for an appointment. <laughs> Hamish, we're not going back there. I mean, I don't think we could go back. They might recognize it. I mean, I could go back there. Yeah. yeah, I could probably go back there, too. Yeah. Oh, we cool. totally make fun of them for the smell of their place, too. Is that where you want to pick up, like, the next session? Is going to your appointment that you said you were going to go to at the beginning of the session? Jesus. <laughs> oh, I do want to, th before I forget, since... Oh, oh, wait, it's still the middle of the day, isn't it? Never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like one o'clock at this point. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> You wanted to do an evening thing? I wanted to check on Cheddar, but he'll still... Yeah, he's, he's nocturnal, so he's sleeping. I know. That's 
why it's not okay. <laughs> okay. She does want to have like a, a shot, a celebratory shot with Jeremy and Hamish to be like, hey, we did it, guys. Um, and as usual, when these things happen, Jeremy will lift the glass up in toast and then put it on the counter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> He wants to be involved. He just, you know, he can't drink. I feel like, I feel like V would watch the whole thing, watch it, put it down, and then just kind of like look at him, like, "Are you gonna drink that?" And then take it when he does it. Yeah, at the moment I would ask, he would just gesture and go, eh, "Nope." All right. So, what are you sleight of handing? The drink. Oh, you want to drink down. Like as soon as Jeremy puts it down, because everyone knows he doesn't drink. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine like that's become a bit of a game. It's like Jeremy loves to be involved, and everyone loves to involve him in stuff like this. But first, (laughs) but they know he can't drink, so it's it's a game to see who can like nab the shot. (laughs) Okay, well you know what? If we're gonna make this, (laughs) give me a second. Holy shit! That is snake eyes on twenties. Damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. Shit. So, <laughs> wins. With, the, with the double crits, it, I imagine Liam goes to like grab it, but just like totally jams his pinky on the edge of the table. <laughs> he just dives over the table. The crunch. Like, yeah. Jacoba's like halfway to reach it. And he's like, no, bitch. And he just dives over the table. <laughs> just not subtle at all. Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, okay. I think that was a, a successful mission, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're first, I would argue. <laughs> well, in terms of heists, like you've gotten yeah. like official job requests, and those have gone well enough. But in terms of like well enough private missions, like, mm-hmm. that's a different story. This one's probably the best of like off the books activities. <laughs> <laughs> we must never tell Umbrin. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. <laughs> um, so just f- for posterity, for the record, what is your plan for next session? Is it probably the smoking pillar? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you going to skip the appointment? Not even bother with that. <laughs> Jacoba didn't make an appointment, so he's going to the I mean, should we do the should we do the appointment? V can never go back there. Yeah. So Liam would have to go on his own. In character. In character. So So I suppose the question, will he? And if he does, I'm excited to play that out. I don't know what he's hoping to gain. Um, after a successful heist like this, other than talking to him and learning things. I economics. It um it probably it might be good to have that avenue open in the future. Um, so sure, let's have Liam do that. Okay. While so the rest of us go to the smoking pillar, or just do it after the appointment. He's yeah, that's the, true. The butler's. It's a five-minute appointment. Yeah, he said it's to be five minutes. It's, it, it, he, Liam will spend more time getting in and out of costume than the appointment will take. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. So, all right. Next session will be go to the five-minute appointment. Prob- uh, that should be entertaining. And then, like, go investigate the smoking pillar that's happening in the distance, and that'll be next session. And see how we can blame that for the fire at the complex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Mm-hmm. Um, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's fire, there's Hamish. I, I love that turn of phrase. That's very good. So mm. I will definitely call this session here. Uh, this has been very fun and weird, but I'm very proud of a successful heist. And yes. I'm also glad it didn't immediately turn to fire and garlic. So that's nice. We tried really hard not to set things on fire. Well, he was just racist and unreasonable. Okay. Well, <laughs> accurate. There's no taste in marble at all. Exactly. Um, I don't know about unreasonable, but definitely racist. Definitely. 100%. I'm sure that yes. encounter is going to 100% make him less racist than he was before. <laughs> yes, because, yeah, like V running up to him and blocking the doorway, like, eh, definitely perceived as a threat, even though. She did not threaten him once. Can I point that out? No, I agree. A hundred percent. If it was a human or an elf, he wouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have perceived wow. it as a threat. He would have perceived it as rude, not threatening. Butlers these days. <laughs> Racist old humans. Yeah. <laughs>